Welcome to the Grow Your Business and Grow Your Wealth podcast with Gary Helt. Gary is an expert in helping business owners put together a plan that will provide a better future for their businesses, themselves, and their families. On the podcast, Gary interviews other professionals who share his vision, and together they share secrets and strategies any business owner can use to build a better financial foundation for your business and your life. Welcome back to the podcast. This week, my guest is Scott Jarrett, who is the founder and CEO of Invest. Welcome, Scott. Uh, thanks for having me, Gary. It's great. So, so Scott, give, give us your, your, your background. What's your backstory before, before you started uh, Invest? Yeah, so, you know, I was a uh, struggling kid with a single mom trying to do the best that she could do to survive. Ended up getting a football scholarship uh, to play, go to college. First one really in my family to get through college and um, really didn't know what I wanted to do in my life. Ended up um, thinking I want to be a real estate developer um, because there was a program at school that offered that mm-hmm. and then ended up getting a master's in technologies. I had no money uh, to um, real estate and um, ended up uh, starting a company. It was a consulting business, which is now called Invest. Um, I realized I was very unemployable, didn't like, uh, didn't think I was able to work in a traditional work environment situation. So I really just wanted to make a big difference in our lives of people and start a business consulting company. And we called it Jared Bunch Consulting at the time. And now it's called Invest. And it really just helps people um, like figure out where they want to go, help them find financial freedom faster. And uh, so we started that in 2003 and this is our 20th year in business. Oh, that's awesome. Um, the, the, how was that transition from, I'm going to say from the corporate world into, uh, invest? Well, entrepreneurship is very different than working somewhere. It's a, uh, it's a different thing. I felt like I always had the entrepreneurial gene cause I had, you know, had a paper out when I was 12, like I always been trying to figure stuff out anyway. Right. And, um, I really wanted to have more control of my life. So the transition was People look at it like it was crazy, but my roommate at the time, who was my partner, started the company. Um, I made a good money, so I figured we just split my paycheck, and then he quits his job first, and we go and become entrepreneurs. So I literally took my paycheck, threw it in the business account, and we split it. So uh, and and everything that we designed of like how well the business is going to go absolutely did not work out. Like everything right. that we thought was going to be good actually turned to like oh the money didn't come in as fast, the overhead was more. Like all the stuff that you think is going to be this hunky dory great life was very hard, actually. Right. Um, but yeah, so that was the experience that I had. <laughs> right, right. Early on, early on. So you know, um, now though, you know, you guys, like you said, you've been doing this twenty years. I mean, most most businesses fail in the first five if they're going to. Um, so you yeah, know, you got you guys have done well. Um, in this, you've also written a couple books. Um, can you tell us about those? Yeah. So, um, I wrote a book called future hack Got it right here. And then, um, the new one's coming out this, um, at the beginning of the year, accelerate and talk about getting out of your comfort zone. First of all, I couldn't like hardly like my English, like, like I was like a two seven GPA, right. To be able to write a book and like be literate in some way was unbelievable, but I felt like there was a story that had to be told. And, um, like for most entrepreneurs, they struggle, like they're going through it, like all these things. And I'm like, there's such a path going forward. And 
even though I told you like my life was very choppy and you're going through all these things, but there's such a journey and there's a way to get over it quicker than others. So the first book was called Future Hack, like how to like literally design your future that you want and hack your future to get better. And from personal experience of how I've always been able to like run through those valleys and the peaks and valleys of life as you're moving, like how to just continue to put yourself in a better position to win the game. And that was the book, really. It was about like, what what are the simple solutions to the common problem, which is really the definition of a hack, right? right. You've identified there's like 130 of them within our company that we use all the time that are like tools, right? You pull them off the tool, off the, off the shelf, and this is what'll help you with something. Like maybe it's a mindset thing, maybe it's a financial strategy, but these are the things that we did. So Future Hack was all about your mind over money and how to get there. And um, so that was our first first um, book. It was the Wall Street bestselling book, which I was shocked, which was awesome. <laughs> like, actually, right. people like this thing. Right. And they, I actually highlighted your book. I was like, that's awesome. I had no idea that that would actually happen. But it was a journey, right? You had to be introspective on you. And I think everyone should do that. Like, I see you've got some books. So, like, um, it was like actually a great experience, painful experience, but great experience because you had to really sit down and do it. And then I liked it so much. It was so much pain. I went and did another one. Um, so, um, and Accelerate, what, what came to me out of Future Hackers, all these little um, like hacks and simple solutions to common problem. Um, you know, as you got, you know, dude, Air Jordan over the, um, with a briefcase over a mountain. And I was like, well, if you're going to grow, what's the operating system you're going to grow with? So have you created an actual system for you financially to help you achieve freedom? And that's what we thought the common problem was, is that everyone's really looking for freedom in some way. How do you define it? And then how do you actually get there faster? And what are actually the process and the steps and the principles of getting that? So I felt like Future Hack was a good idea of like, how do you get your mind right? Accelerate was like, how do you actually apply it and get it done? Yeah, that's that's pretty cool. With the, the, um, with the Accelerate, um, you know, you're talking about how to get money to work for you and how to, to get out of debt quicker and things like that. Can you talk about that a little bit? Yeah. So, you know, we've got 2,500 households we've worked with 10,000 clients. Um, I've read every single self-help book, every get rich scheme, everything you can imagine on how to get it. Like, cause I just literally had no money as a kid. I was always struggling for it. It, it created a lot of like insecurities for me as a kid to be able to do things and all that. So there's all these patterns that I've learned over the years of like what works, what doesn't work. And that's where the accelerate was that there's just such a, there's a six, there's like six principles really that, that define the framework of how you actually get to something faster. So for me coming from no money, poverty stricken, Section eight housing and working your way into figuring, you know, why is it that the other side is doing it this way? Why does it seem so easy for this person? What is it that they do that I don't understand? And I wasn't ever like, obviously, I would love to be like those, like the people have it easy, but there are also some commonalities that I picked up is like, well, there's certain predictable processes and mind things that they do to actually do it. And then I was like, well, I've unlocked the code. So that's why I thought Accelerate would be really good to write. Right. Now, you know, you talk about um, one of the philosophies is uh, making money work for people. Yeah. Can, can you go into that a little bit? So 
when I got into this business, the financial institutions and the business of finance, like it felt very dirty to me. Like when people would call me, like when I actually had a job and they were like, try to offer me their products and their services. I felt like they were trying to take my money. They were trying to separate myself from my money. There was just like a, like a big distrust from the beginning. Right. Now, granted, I didn't know. I didn't know the difference between an IRA or traditional IRA, but I just, everything that was coming my way just felt like, I just felt weird about it. Like I couldn't trust that what was happening. So from that, that when we created the vision for what we wanted the company to be, I mean, like, it just has to be real simple. Like all you have to do is make money work for people. Like one thing, that's all we do. If it doesn't work for people, then why would you do it? And so instead of offering products and all these other things that are structured a certain way, like, cool, if you do them, are they working for people or are they not? Are they separating themselves from their money? Are they empowering the people? Are they letting them to work in that way? So we create Invest, like all we do is make money work for people. That's it. So if we can make it that simple, and then and then, then any strategy or solution that comes through this office, it has to work for people. That's it. That was exactly... Right how it had to work. And that was the most simplest way I could say like what we do. We just make money work for people. Now, I want to take a couple steps back here. Make sure that people understand you're not, you're not a, a self-help guru type person. You, you actually are a CFP. You're a certified exit planning strategist. Um, yeah. So you have the credentials behind you in this. So you know, talk a little bit about, yeah. you know, about that. Cause I don't want people thinking that, you know, that you're, you're the, the next uh, self-help guy. The self-help guy shows yeah. a bunch of strategies that don't really work. Yeah. Right. 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 Um, exact. Great, great, great distinction there. Yeah. I mean, like we actually, this stuff has to actually work. Like you can't yeah. sit there and say that, Hey, you're going to put your money in the market. And it's going to go up every year and you're going to have this compounding effect where, life is going to be good, no car accidents, no lawsuits, you know, your business is going to go great. You're never going to have a COVID thing. Or you're never going to have, you know, disgruntled employees or whatever. Like the life is all about navigating through those things. So like for me, like I really wanted the CFP designation. Like I thought that was important because that's like the most rec, you know, established one, I guess, but it definitely felt very, very linear. It felt very different than what the business owner community was doing, what the entrepreneurs were doing. So I definitely said, look, we're going to be SEC registered. We're going to get CFP designations. We're going to, we're going to get certified exit planning things. Like we're going to get all these, like all the credentials that you will, but we're going to look at things from the standpoint of how these strategies actually impact a person. Like how does it work on there? So instead of, so we take all these things, put on a financial model. So the model basically tells us how to weigh and measure the right decisions, essentially. And that's what I what I came to. So, so over the years of making sure that this actually works for our clients, like it has to work because we're at the end of the day, it's building multi-generational wealth and all that. So that's what's cool about what we've done is like, yeah, I'll go head to head with any of the talking gurus and whatever they want to do. Um, because I feel like well, I know our processes work like they actually work and then their whatever they're offering can be verified or non-verified within the using a financial model. Right, right. You know, you, you talk about the excel, accelerated uh, wealth building. 
So when you talk about it, what, I mean, explain that because you know everybody kind of thinks, oh, accelerated wealth benefit. Well, I gotta, I gotta have a lot to be able to to accelerate it. So talk about that a little yeah. bit. So that's interesting. Um, so everyone's wealth is determined on their own, like where they are. Like, mm -hmm. so to me, the most important asset of any person is them. Like, like let's double down on you first. Like, let's make sure that you're right. Like you're the most important asset. Mm -hmm. Like you make everything go. So acceleration is about your mindset first. Like, what is it that you, what do you want? what what does that mean to you and what i found is that people are really searching for freedom freedom of their money freedom of their time freedom of their relationships and freedom of their purpose which is really the four freedoms that everyone's looking for so a lot of times whatever they're saying whatever the client's saying it fits into some of those things so let's say you were like me working at a corporate job and you wanted to have those four freedoms there's a point in time where you're work optional meaning you have enough assets where you could literally leave your job instead of having people at work you got money at work mm -hmm. so so money freedom would be like being work optional maybe not retirement because retirement means i'm taken out of use yeah. like we want you to be make your own decisions on your own like so maybe you're not maybe you just are moving on from this path of career to the next evolution of what you want yourself to be is the way we try to process it so our framework is always about meeting them where they're at. And then if we're gonna, if we're gonna say I have to work a traditional work career from say, you know, right out of college till age 65, we're actually can get that. What we gotta do is if we're gonna accelerate that it's gonna take us, if I make say a hundred thousand dollars today and I gotta save 15%, and over the next 30 years, it's gonna take me to where I actually have the two million dollars it'll take at five percent withdrawal rate to get there. If it's going to take me 30 years to do it, what do I need to do differently to push that back? Maybe it takes me 10 or 15, you know, maybe not 30, maybe 20, 15, right. 10. How do you do it? So you have to understand there's challenges to building wealth. How do you find lost opportunity, cost of money, like what you do on taxes? How do you take that money, put it back to work? Maybe you have the business, like, like I worked at at and It was my corporate job, but then I went and started a business. Guess what? I was work optional in 10 years, right? I could live off the cash flow of my passive investments, my other things, the things I've created. So why could you not have both? How do you use velocity of money? How do you recapture lost money and then get money to do multiple things and create more wealth and multiply your wealth versus accumulate your wealth? How does that look, right? How do you become more organized and all that stuff? So we can actually, once you understand what you want, where you're headed, now we can start using the four challenges to building wealth to actually help you accomplish whatever it is that you want to accomplish. Okay, that's so so I'd like the idea, you know, with um uh, future hack, you know, you talked about, you know, getting your mindset. Um, because I think what I think lots of times with money, that's that's what you have to do because everybody thinks of money and thinks of wealth differently. Um, so I think kind of getting your mind straight first, um, you know, you know, certainly um helps with that. Um you know, you talk about abundance mindset and um, having that. How does um, how can business owners uh, cultivate that type of mindset? Okay, business owners are great typically. So you have you have business owners and you have entrepreneurs. You have visionaries, people that can see the future. 
visionaries like like really good extraordinary visionaries like like elon musk right he sees that i'm gonna go to mars right i'm and i'm gonna build tesla to get me there and then spacex and all this stuff right so he's sees this clear vision for a lot of us it's very hard to see into the future to really see what's happening matter of fact it's very uncomfortable so like if you actually could say that in the next 10 years this is what my life's gonna look like like if i'm sitting here today 10 years later what would my life actually be a lot of people don't even know how to think out into the future to what it is that they actually want and get really clear and thinking about their thinking of what that is right so when so a business owner is really good at nuts and bolts and building and all that but to see the future to see what a vision could look like for the business how it could scale and how it can grow that's a whole nother mindset skill that's not taught in college it's not it's it's something that you you will have to learn. So Future Hack was all like, look, you can actually do these things, but we got to train that muscle to go to work for you. And that kind of thinking, which is what I had to do when you're sitting there in a cold, dark room going, all right, either I can stay in this environment or I can change my environment. And it's actually a skill. And, and, and that's so important because at the end of the day, only you can drive it. I mean, it, you can't, there's no magic pill or a, a, a product or anything that's going to get that. It's all inside you. And then what we got to do is create that skill, that mind ability to be able to design the future that you want. And it's interesting that most people think they have it. They all oh, this is silly and all that. But a lot of times they don't do it and they don't do it enough. Right, right. I think lots of times you do. You got to kind of step back in and, you know, what's your why and why you're doing something yeah. to, to do it. I mean, because if you're just um doing it to pay the bills then that's not always the the right mindset with it um and i think many times as as business owners especially small business owners we're so damn busy with getting the work done doing the estimates you know trying to make sure that all the employees are happy and and especially now hiring um you know it's like you know that that's a, a a different skill in itself now as compared to what it used to be so we don't take time out for ourselves for one, but then we don't take time out to look at, okay, our, our business and, and where do we want it to go and how are we going to get it there? Um, and I think that that's, that's a mistake that, that many business owners make. And I know I fall into it quite a few times because I'm so darn busy, you know, especially with, with taxis and just trying to get things done. Yeah. Yeah, because you get stuck um, working in the business versus on it, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, you get in that, and vision's tough. Like to to create a vision, to spend the time, it it's not tough, right? It's just it's just the simple. It's this most simplest thing to do. It's just putting it into a, a habit. So successful business owners have good habits. Unsuccessful business owners have bad habits. It's just how do we get the bad habits to good habits? So yeah. you're spending your time the best way. And a lot of times when you're stuck in it and you can't see from up down on it, it gets really hard. So some uh, have a coach, have a, like we call ourselves personal CFOs, or they'll come in and help you think about your thinking to say, all right, well, if you're stuck here, how do we move you to here? Right. And, and, you know, the money will come. It's just about the, that whole component. And you, you nailed it. Like start with why it's hilarious that you said that because inside accelerate, we actually wrote down the six core principles. And the first one's why without a why, what are you doing? But most people don't know how to identify it. They don't know their why accelerator. So once you identify your why and we can accelerate it and get it there faster, because then once you say you're going to do something, it's like, how do we accomplish the goal? 
right? And now, now you got to back into all the reasons why you can't have it. Well, I can't, you know, I can't grow my business because I can't find labor. I can't find, you know, my prices are too expensive. My products that, all right, cool. You just said four things that we had to overcome to get to your result. So you just solved your own problem. So let's just take right. this first one, work on the second one, work on the third, work on the fourth. And now you got a strategy that's that will work. And, and then it's the, the, the objections are the raw materials of the solution. So now we got to think through how that looks. And let's not think scarcity, let's think abundant about it. And now, capability and learn to massage and build the business to what great looks like. Yeah, I think many times um, individuals and sometimes business owners, you know, let let no get in the way. Um, and, you know, they they don't go outside their box where I think lots of times, you know, it's like, yes, you've been a hard worker all your life and stuff like that. I, all I got to do is just work harder yeah. and, and and I'll succeed. Well, it's like, no, sometimes yeah. you got to get outside your box, just like you talked about with writing your books. It's like, you know, you definitely got outside yeah. of your box and wrote those books and, you know, you, you've grown personally and professionally because of it. Right. Um, and and right. I think that that's something that, that, you know, us as individuals, we really need to to, to push ourselves in that way and not accept no um, in, in so many different ways. Yeah, yeah. It's like, uh, the, I love sports, right? So from Indianapolis, Peyton Manning, you know, right. he's not going to run. Like, he's not going to get away yeah. from you, right? So he's like, I'm going to walk up the line of scrimmage. I'm going to look at what they're going to give me. And then I'm going to play the game the way I can best play it. I'm going to put this person over here. Oh, this guy over here can't do this. And then, and then we're going to make this little thing happen uh, very quickly, um, so I'm going to put the strengths back where I'm going to play the game of. Our business life as well. Right. Right. So Scott, uh, you know, we've, we've covered a lot of stuff and had some good discussion here. What, what have I not asked you that you wish I had? Um, I think some of this stuff is like the raw materials to how you get there. And I think with Envest, one of the things, one of the unfair competitive advantages that we have, which I like those, is a financial model. Like you gotta have some form where, and you may do this for, on your tax side, right? Like every business has a balance sheet. They've got a profit and loss. You know, they've got certain things, but do you have that for your individual side? Like for your personal side? Because a lot of times the business is the largest asset on your personal balance sheet. Mm -hmm. But when have we ever done it? The only time we get the balance sheets put together anyway is when the bank asks for it. So you put on their little form and put all the things in and send it in. But are you really optimizing your balance sheet on a daily basis? Do you know what it is? Do you know how to weigh and measure from the four critical domains? Make sure that you can make decisions from, do I do option A to option B? Does this, how does this recapture money work for me? So without a financial game board or a way to weigh and measure financial decisions, you're really playing um, in, in, in the dark, right? Playing the game of finance. So what we've been able to do is, is really figure out how to get better organized, how to be able to help you make better decisions, and then not take our opinion for it, but give you the tools and resources so you can discover which way is the best way to go. So a lot of times, like one of the biggest challenges of wealth, of building wealth is just organization. Like you're really good at finding lost money. All right, great. What do I do with it? Like, so if I take this tax savings, where does it go? How does that, how to make it work? How does it impact my protection, my assets, my liabilities, and my, my cash flow? 
today and then into the future what that could look like. So once you have a game board, we actually find how you can be organized, work better, then that's that's really where um, like people just completely overlook that very easy, simple thing that I think we solve that problem. Right, right. That's great. So Scott, if people want to get your book, books, where can they get them? Um, yeah, if you go to scottjared.com, that's my personal website. Um, they're on there, so you can get them there. Um, they're also going to be on Amazon as well. Um, but on scottjared.com, then you can also get the Accelerated Advantage. It's a it's a kit that um, will be launched here real soon, but you'll get a book bundle with Accelerate. You'll get Future Hack. Um, we'll throw in some other books from some other authors as well. And then we'll give you our um, virtual game board access to that so you can build out your own your own system. And then from there, you can see if it's, if it's something that, that will help you or not, but that would be a, a really good way to really get yourself on track for this accelerate process. Great. Now, if, if people like what they hear, you know, besides the books um, and they want to talk to you guys about possibly working with them, how, how do they reach you then? Um, Scottjared.com is an easy way. You can get on my personal calendar. We can start there and then I'll, like either I'm a good fit to help you or someone on my team will. We have we have 23 advisors that are ready to go to help you with these these this stuff. Our website's also invest, I-N-V-S-T. Uh we can't spell, but we can <laughs> anyway, bad joke. So um, so no E. We put the experience in the E, right? So invest.com is the other way to find us. Okay, great. Scott, yeah. really, really appreciate your time. Uh appreciate you know the the wisdom that you that you've given us today i think it gives uh people a lot to lot to think about yeah anytime man i'm glad you had me on keep up the good fight i think uh, tax planning and business strategies are always an evolving thing so love being on the on the on the show and keep up the good fight appreciate it thank you yeah. hey this week our guest was scott jared who's the founder and ceo of invest i'll see you guys next This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.